All right, and with that, welcome guys. So this is the Sound Flick Podcast. You are tuned in to your favorite host. You already know this is episode twenty. You can say your favorite, favorite host? host with the most. Yeah. yeah, your favorite host with the most. That's me. You can say your favorite host. With, <laughs> you can say your favorite host with glasses. Yeah, no, that's yeah. both of us. That's it. That's right. Exactly. You don't have glasses. Exactly, because I'm the favorite host without glasses. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead and introduce yourself, what's favorite what's, host without glasses. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Young Flacco. No glasses needed. No contacts needed. You know, contacts. 2020. No contacts. Contacts. <laughs> no contacts needed. 2020 vision. Yeah, Skywalker Mike. Hey. Just chilling. I think, I can't tell if it's this cold, but I've been like stuttering a lot lately. Like stuttering and like mispronunciating my words. slow down, man. I don't know if it's because I'm talking really fast or if I... I think it's you gotta slow down. You I think gotta, it's a combination of both. Because I do that a lot. Then to the mouth. It I can't don't, go thoughts. I don't even have a filter. Out. Well, sometimes I do. Got a filter, man. Well, not in our not in our space. It's better. I don't to be think it's like so much filtering. I think it's just like, like it's on my mind really quick, and I just speak it. So you got to slow down because sometimes people are speaking, and then you speak over them like that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Exactly. So, but it's all good though because. You're young Flacco, and it's part of your charm. It's so your boy. We just got to rock with it, it's I guess. It's your boy. Hey, guys, I brought Girl Scout cookies for you. Support the Girl Scouts. $5 boxes. Sweet. Nice. What what kind did you get? I always get the peanut butter ones, but you don't like peanut butter, and I'm kind of sad. They used to be $4. See, he knew that, and he still got them. You, see how you told me when I told <laughs> You told me. That might be looking like the bad guy. Hey, man, that's how you told the narrative, bro. I'm running with peanut it. Peanut butter, peanut butter patties. The peanut butter sandwiches are bomb. Nah, um, man, Samoas, bro. I Even knew, though that they I shouldn't knew be called Samoas, you're but gonna, like, yeah, I knew no, you were gonna say Samoas. The I like caramel, the, whatever it is. I like the lemon ones. The, le- uh, you know what? They're they're good. Those, I don't know. With some almond, milk, I can eat any any one that's not thin mints. I don't like I don't like anything that has uh, mint in it. And to like be one hundred, like I just don't really like crunchy cookies. I'm I'm like a chewy cookie type of guy. So you're always gonna like the Keebler Elf ones. Or like the Chips Ahoy, like soft ones? Yeah, but they weren't making those really when we were growing up. True. Like, so like, I just <laughs> went with like Auntie Anne's or like homemade cookies. Then, you yeah, would, you're you the type to like, the box says cook for 20 minutes and you cook it for like 13, 15 minutes. Yeah. You're like oh, a good I undercooked cookie. Yeah, for sure. Undercooked cookies aren't bad because it's still technically to, cookie dough. You're supposed to Bro, cook. it's amazing. And then if for whatever reason you just didn't do it well and it's kind of like a little bit droopy, throw some ice cream on that, mix it up. It's a wrap. Yeah. I got a cousin named Droopy. <laughs> So, you got oh, okay. I got a cousin named Droopy. That's his actual name. <laughs> or did something happen nickname. to him? No, well, he has a droopy eye. So, oh, his, cousin, no. so his nickname is Droopy. Uh, that's it's cool. all good. Shout out Droopy. It's, <laughs> it's the side of the family I don't see, but it's kind of a memorable name. But It's cool, man. Yeah. There's a lot of family that we don't get but, to see. Um, all the so time. congrats on a good show last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super yeah. Late. Shout out to everybody who was there um, at Rage with Love. Could not be there because I did was, not want to get everybody if, sick. If you're listening to this, you're listening I to felt this bad. on a Thursday. So this literally happened the, the week of, a few yes. days before. Yes. Yes. So. yes, it did. Got to make sure that the time verse is yeah. good. But, um, it's like the MCU, but we're actually telling you where it's at. You don't have to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Rage with Love was, was amazing. An amazing show. Shout out to Feeling Groovy Wellness Cafe out there in Claremont for hosting us. Um, shout out to Brick to Your Face. Shout out to Future Soul. Um, shout out to Productive Culture. Shout out to the homie Pharaoh who came through with the plants to help with the aesthetic. Shout out Skywalker Mike for DJing and being dope, and all of the artists that went to that that performed and went and just participated in the event. All of the raffle winners who got massages. Shout Ooh. out to Falco. He, bro, he won, him and his girl won a massage, bro. A couple of awesome. massage? Or yeah. That's fire. It's so tight. I'm so glad that they won. Like, it was great. Falco's uh, a hard worker, man. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. like, you, people that don't get massages because they don't think it's, like, masculine, like, sir, go get a massage. Trust. Well, the thing is, it's about health. It's not even about masculinity. Like, everybody yeah. needs to be but, able to... Like, everyone could use some wellness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get massages. You got to get, you know, your back realigned and all those kinds well, that, of things. Well, then you got to, like, detox, too. Like, you people detox. don't realize that. Yeah. And they do teeth whitening over there. Get your teeth all they right. They do teeth whitening? Do yeah. they do, like, the the ultraviolet light? It's like one? the organic. I don't know if it's ultraviolet because that sounds dangerous. But well, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the light they pictures. Do it. They yeah. do it, like, in a holistic way. That's yeah. dope. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Have you guys ever did... um? Cryotherapy? 
No. That sounds scary. You it sit, does sound scary. It's not. You sit inside this chamber. It's not like full on the like chamber. I, it's just up to your <laughs> like, like you walk in. Up it's to your up chest, to your, it's right? up to your chest. So like I'm in a chamber up to my chest. That doesn't it's right. like a So you walk in, like, you, it's three you walk quarters in. of a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. So you walk in, um, you're in there for ninety seconds to two minutes. You can't be in there for too long, of course, because then mm-hmm. you lose. You turn into Mr. Freeze. Scary. Sure. Yeah. That's why Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what happens. But it's made for people that like whether it be in car accidents, you you had a, an injury through sports, or even if you just athletes just need to, or just, yeah, or just in general, just like wellness, like you said, like mm-hmm. yeah. So there's one in Riverside. It's actually there's a coupon for it. We should do it. But I've done I've done it once because my little brother did it for his knee. Cryopon. And then my mom and my grandma did it because they've been in a car accident. <laughs> Cryopon. That's crazy. But I've done it before. It's pretty fire. I'd rather do Flopon. Hey, they have flow pod sessions over at Feeling Groovy too. Oh, really? Yep, they have a giant flow pod. Cool there. It was watch on. a movie in in the flow pod, but that would be. I cool. don't think they could do. I'm that. speaking but to I think that kind of defeats some yeah, of the purpose. I think yeah, you I have was to be with right yourself. Out. We should just do a live pod there. Yeah, we can. Come down, we can. Oh, we could. You know, in small and, and they need the actual wellness. And we just shout out to the shout out to the owner Nicole. She's wonderful, wonderful human being, and. She opened the doors for us, and her she just put a lot of heart and soul into that location. Oh, and, you can uh, tell, yeah, just, just from photos alone. That place is it's it's just it's wonderful. It looks it's like an oasis, place. bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as you walk in, it's different from the it outside. It feels great. It feels great in there. The energy is right. So it was just really cool that we were able to bring a lot of love into the building, and a lot of people felt it. A lot of people, um, I saw a lot of people's faces that I haven't seen around. You know, in oh, the really? community. So that was, was like, that was cool. It was a lot of new people. I Just was fire. like, oh, I've never seen you before, but they heard about it. And they came through. And yeah, bro, you said like lit. So it was dope. Thank you, man. It was dope. I was able to premiere my new music video. That shit was fire. Falls. That shit was fire. Yeah, man. Directed yeah. by my man, Victor. Produced by my man, Duran. DGPS. Shot them out. Like, it was such a cool video to do. And it is out now on YouTube. So if you're listening, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, um, yeah, the collage work is fire on that. Bro, he yeah. when we talked about it, it was cool because like it's great to work with professional people. Like they sat me down, they went through the concept with me. They had like a PowerPoint that was laid out. And yeah, they basically said, you know, here are the ideas that we're grabbing from. Here's what we want to do with this part of the lyric, this part of the lyric, this part of the lyric. And I just appreciate that kind of professionalism. You know, I think everybody who does videos. Um, yeah. Sometimes they just kind of want to be like, oh, well, let's just like do something, you know, let's just like film more than, outside. It's more than someone just holding a camera exactly. being like stand like, in front of this McDonald's. It's and like, just, let's yeah. tell a story. You know what I mean? Like, like we have an opportunity to tell station. a story. We have the visual and we have the the script already. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's lean in on that. And that's that's what we did. And, you know, Victor is, is a homie of mine, been a homie of mine. He's kind of seen my growth. So it's just great to be able to lock in on something at mm. both of our um, respective growth periods. You know yeah. what I mean? So that is uh, is beautiful, man. And it's it's a labor of love and it was a success. And I'm just glad that everybody's rocking with it. It's only, I think it's only up from here, guys. We're all, we've all been super consistent and busy. It's funny. Uh, I'm proud of it's us. It's funny after the show, everybody was chilling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, guys, so what's up for March? You know, it's hey, like, yeah. it, just does, it just doesn't stop. You Let's know, keep so. going. Let's keep going. Yeah. You know, Future Soul has... Um, a few events coming up, and yeah. you sincere are running. An uh, event yeah, so Leap be... Fest is coming up. Is this is this it's week's literally Saturday. the day after or two days after? I think. Uh, yeah, after yeah. Mm-hmm. So Future Souls on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna be able to. I get invited to the Buzzfeed headquarters on Friday for a show out there, mm-hmm. and then Leap Fest is the next day, and then the week after that, um, Masterminds is doing the first event. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Masterminds co-work, creative co-work. Yeah, yeah. So they got a lot of events that are coming up. I know that a ripple effect is coming up as well. Uh, with productive culture and the producers, like <laughs> I'm excited. The only reason why I was able to get some of the producers that were at Rage of Love is yeah. because of their work that they've done with productive culture and the ripple yeah. effect. So, shout them out, and that was just dope. Wave Groove was there, bro. Wave Groove was, so was fire. So, yeah. his set was so fire. And Defalco and Jam Cam, Jam Cam premiered some new stuff from Noah. Like that was smacking. Yeah, everybody was smacking, bro. Like, we were like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Is it was a whole different? It was a whole different level. So. Um, it was just great just to have very, very um, high caliber artists all come together in one mm. space. You know, that's like, that's what we have here. We have an abundance of it. And that's what it made me realize, because even though that we had those people booked, there were so many other people that we didn't have booked also that like, when we do this again, we're running it right back. So it's going to be awesome. I feel like it's going to be very commonplace soon for us to all 
Like every show is going to feel like an epicenter where it's like all these like well-seasoned artists coming together. But the other half of that show is going to be all new faces. Yeah. 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 You know, well, the goal is just to raise awareness and to keep um, to keep showcasing what our talent yeah. is and to think of new and exciting ways that we can show that and just kind of maximize the experience of a local show, you know. I yeah, think man. that everybody's mindset is kind of at a point where <laughs> how can we elevate this? Whether it's doing live podcasting, whether it's doing, you know, um, life's a movie and you got movies during your show and you got different stuff that's going Concessions. on. Concessions. Yeah. yeah, you know, just different things that that if you invest a little bit in, you can end up, you know, really thriving and succeeding. You reap what you sow. If you're gonna yeah. exactly if you're gonna throw a barren show and just be like, yo, we're gonna be rapping. Yeah. You're gonna get what you get. And, and just- another thing that this show taught me was um just and I feel like I learned this lesson every show that I do, but just promotion, you know, yeah. and and how much is enough and how much is too little and and I and I'm starting to think more and more with every show, like there there isn't um a minimum for when it comes to promotion. Like it always has to be a maximum yeah, amount always. every single time for as far out as you possibly can. And just coming up, especially in a content world, coming up with new ways to announce that this is happening and that this is going at different times of the day and di- different people spreading stuff and different forms of content. It really just helps, you know, really drive people because you don't know who's going to gravitate onto what yeah. they see. Yeah. yeah, I think this year, I think I kind of mentioned last podcast, but I don't want to call it cross-marketing, but it's just working together, even though the technically Voltron. that's what it is. Yeah, it's just, yeah, the Voltron. Voltron. It's Literally. The Voltron. Everybody's just a different part of the body and yes. everybody brings that experience and yes. then you create the one But in order to do the Voltron, you have to, you know, your ego has to be gone. Yeah. You know, you check that at the door and you also, on top of that, have to know what you're capable of. Yeah. You have to know what your value is and really be able to tap into your resource, like, effectively and yeah. successfully. And if you can do that, whatever you're bringing to the table is going to be clutch, yeah. you know? And, and yeah, the Voltron always wins. It reminds me of this scene of Ready Player One. It's not Voltron. When does he become the end of Ready? Have you seen well, that movie? Uh, it was in a Zord? Was it Megazord? No? Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll Ready Player One was a cool movie, though. Yeah, They're already making Ready Player Two. Oh, I don't know. It's I probably going to be a controller <laughs> unplugged. Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. I used to fall for that when I was younger. It's all good, though. Shame on you, man. Come on. I just really wanted to play Rayman Adventures on my N64, but my dad... Didn't beat the game, and he's yeah, whatever. It's, it's all good. It's happens. okay. All right, so, guys. Movies. Let's talk movies. about them. Yo, yeah. We got a couple. We got some. Speaking of games in childhood, you know, we can just jump straight into that. Okay, Honestly, look, did you man. Play any Sonic or what? When you were younger, I did. Yeah. Although, so this is a hot take. Super hot take. Everybody's gonna hate. Everybody hates me for it, but I love Sonic Unleashed, and it's probably my favorite Sonic game. Sonic Unleashed, Sonic. the one where he turns into a werewolf yeah. at the end. He's or, a, or like at he's, the same he's time. A, or he's something? a werehog. Okay. Yes. So during the day he's Sonic, and bro. then at night you're not a, missing anything. Oh. <laughs> Sonic Unleashed is so fire, bro! I love that What's game. What's fire about it? The Warthog. So like you get, <laughs> it's Warthog. ridiculous. He's so like so, Crash Bandicoot. He turns into Crash oh, Bandicoot. Oh wow! That's, but his arms extend. Oh yeah, so it's Crash. So that's pretty much <clears throat> the overall storyline is, um, he comes across this like dark being called the Gaia. And then the guy, like, the night. So mm. the guy hits Sonic, and then at nighttime, turns into the Werehog, and then the day is Sonic. So, like, the stages are different, too. And plus, the score of the game is super dope. But Yeah, that's a fact. Every single Sonic game has amazing music. Um, Crush 40, the their band, they're, like, those composers mm-hmm. that work for, yeah, super for the Sonic team. And yeah. That, yeah. They, they definitely... And it's dope, because, like, just a little history on Sonic. Like, Michael Jackson did music for Sonic 3. Did like, he really? Yeah. Like, mm. that Carnival Night Zone, that's him, you know? He, that's fine. He's, he I'm was a part of, like... My shows. Bro. <laughs> yes, you should. You should, for sure. Like, Ice Cap, all that. Like, it's it's dope. I Sonic was super, super, super integral in my childhood. Um, my older brother had a Sega Genesis. Okay. He had Sonic 1, had Sonic 2. When I came around... Sonic 2 was out, um, but I wasn't really playing video games because I was just born around that time. So I got in around Sonic & Knuckles and Sonic 3. Mm, And that was cool because the cartridge for Sonic & Knuckles had the little top that opened up and you can put 3 right there. So Mm -hmm. the introduction of the character Knuckles was like, that's all I knew. You know, it was Knuckles, Sonic, Tails. 
the music, the score, Michael Jackson, this whole thing. So like, it was just such a awesome experience <laughs> as a, as a kid. To be honest, I was worried with them making a movie mm. because I, I was think everybody like, oh, was. My goodness. I yeah, think especially once we saw the the very first trailer yeah. when it was oh, super buns. And oh it- my gosh! Even the silhouette <laughs> so when they announced terrible. the poster, I think we talked about it all- on the podcast. Like the poster silhouette was like uh, that's not even solid. Yeah, I don't know. I, think, I don't know about that. I think that. the first thing they posted was like um, his legs and like his shoe, and it looked <sighs> all like just weird. It looked like. It, it it looked like uh, what's his name off of Endgame uh, Rocket you yeah. know like it looked like it looked his worse legs. than Rocket Raccoon though it looked worse than that but, but like, like his legs yeah. though I was like wait a minute that's not what I've seen <laughs> that's not the Sonic I know that's not the Sonic I know I mean yeah. they've redesigned Sonic before but I think that's like by far the worst absolutely the werehog yeah no <laughs> well that's what it kind of looked like it looked like like a regular werehog like he's not angry <laughs> like he's, he's just, just like just he's just werehog but he's just there that's what it looked like it was trash <laughs> but uh it they once they did it. the redesign they yeah the save it. so that already secured my money which well, they, well, listened, well played. they listened to us. <laughs> yeah. Well played. And they made their money back. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, because there were people that were talking about it being a marketing ploy. It's like that they designed it bad on purpose. I don't think that that's true because there's too much money. I'm not going to give them that much credit. There's too much money in, in a purposeful thing like that. But um, regardless, they fixed it. Yeah. I was, I was amped. I realized the movie came out. I was like, okay, about to get my ticket. Yeah. I had great seats. I was by myself. There was nobody else in oh, there. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it lucky. was like early in so the morning. So by yourself, as you went you went by yourself? Yes. Or, okay, I went early, I too. I always go to movies by you myself. Go to the, you go to the Regency in Fontana by your house? Yes, house. I do. That shit's a fire. I see it. They it have, is. They got dollar fifty hot dogs. Yeah. Shit's fire. And, and it's family run. Shout them out. They are. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, we, we'll saw, talk about that. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I saw it with a... Uh, theater full of kids. It wasn't full of kids, but they were behind me. Oh, like, they were screaming and laughing. They're, they're kind of loud, but like, it was expected because I was like, it's a, it's a kid movie. It was I a can't, kid's movie. I can't yes. be mad at um, I went opening night, but I went to the Regal because I was not trying. One, I wasn't trying to do a Harkins. Mm-hmm. Two, the Regal was cheaper. My direct deposit didn't hit, so I was like, <laughs> let me just hit this. Um, okay. And then I would take my little brother, but there's maybe like, the Regal in San is not that bad anymore, bro. The theaters are fired. Like, the seats, I'm cool with it. Um, well, Regal, Regal has money now. They just acquired um, Pepsi. Did they really? Yeah, so they dropped their, um, not like the acquired the company, yeah. but like their, <laughs> their, a partnership with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They dropped Coke. So it's going to be Pepsi products now in all Regal theaters, which is very, very it, interesting. The change must not have happened yet. No, not yet. This like, I mean, they just came out with an article about it maybe about okay. three weeks ago. So I'm sure that over the next six months or so. But they also started start their movie passes. They started the movie passes. Yeah. Plus their reward system is like way better now. Yeah. So shout them out because those are those are good moves. I just saw I was using a super random tidbit. I was on DoorDash and I just saw that you can order stuff from Harkins and Regal from DoorDash. What do you mean? Like, you can like order concessions? Corn? Yeah, you can order concessions. That's, wow. That's We're crazy. in the wrong business. I've been saying that thing for years, bro. <laughs> the concession business is the like you it's ultimate it's an ultimate business who sits at home like yo i want a pretzel no like think about it some you're, people do you're though. having a movie night and yep. you're like you know what i want some harkins popcorn yeah with this movie because guess what that's that's creating the experience yeah we're not gonna have that's no wild. you know just regular popcorn here no we're gonna make you feel like you're at the movie theater but guess what you didn't have to buy a ticket yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And that's just, how the theaters really make money. their money. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, because everybody dropped over Weddenbacher. Everybody has their own kernels and mm-hmm. all that. Now. Bro, it's crazy. Those kernels cost ne- like Nothing, cents. Dog. Cents. They cost like 75 cents and you're selling it for $11. <laughs> like a bag. A bag. Bro, and it, everybody every has soda. It think of every soda is like three to five cents. Three it's, to five cents, and you're selling a shit those for eight dollars. All of it, all of it, like concession stands is highway robbery, and we're okay with it. And that's the <laughs> wildest it shit ever. Oh, it's wild. Dude. That's why I like going to the theaters that have like kind of like more reasonable. Not only that, but now that they added bars, I remember going to see. Oh, they're just greedy. I, with I went that. to the I went that's to the AMC. Greedy. Um, it was when well, Star Wars first came back out, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was me, like Cam Archer, Nicholas Gray. We went. And Nick was like, yo, you got the ticket? I'll buy you a drink. I was like, cool. I was like, let me get that especially Star Wars drink. He spent $31 on two drinks, bro. You're a bad friend. Yeah. You know, you know I didn't know how much that. it was. I was like, bro, <laughs> let me just get that. This shit looks fire. Mine alone was 19 
Oh, wow. all right. I was like, yo. Yeah. So, okay. So, sound flick. I'm letting y'all know right now. People going to think that we're going to get into just the entertainment industry? Nah. Oh, what we, we got planned this year is wild. We're going to get into the concession industry. Yeah. <laughs> we need sound flick concessions. Don't trip y'all. I'm bringing the Barry here to our next uh, to our next show. There it is. Everybody going to have their own drink. We know how these specialties. This shit's going to be wild. Yeah, and then we're going to upcharge a lot. Oh. So, I've actually <laughs> just I've been to know. a theater in Denver. It was um it was for Star Wars. I think it was when The Last Jedi came out. But um the drinks and everything was actually reasonably priced, but it was also like you <laughs> sit down, you write your order, and you give it to the lady. Oh, that's cool. Oh, they bring it over. Yeah, that's cool. And um, I was surprised. I was like, man, everything here is is it not like cheap? You how know? much like, was the ticket? Um, I think it was like twelve bucks, but it was like I forget the name of the theater. It was called the Alamo. It's okay. like really big in the Midwest. Like, the Alamo, it's kind of yes, like it's kind of like Harkins. But yeah, but it's for the Midwest. For the Midwest. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so a reasonably go. priced ticket would be like eight to twelve dollars normally. Well, honestly, well, also we have to take into account, guys, that we are in the the state that creates movies. Basically, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean. Like we're kind of known for that. So all of our theaters, like them Edwards, be charging twenty twenty five dollars. ArcLight thirty dollars for a ticket. It's because. We're in the place where they get made. So if we go to the Midwest or go to the East Coast, yeah, it's like you know eight dollars. The culture, yeah, the culture is definitely different in California, especially yeah. with the experiences. Like, I've heard of the M Box at the. Uh, it's that new theater on the north end, off the two ten in Von, in Rialto. Nah, um, what's it, what's special about it? It moves with the movie. Got it. Got it. I've heard about those theaters. Yeah. yeah so it's like some movies are being like tracked to like movements exactly in the chair so like your chair is moving and... exactly so you're you're moving along with so the it's screen like, it's 4d yeah the first yeah. time exactly. i heard about that was for fast and furious i believe there was a fast and furious right. movie that like the seats were like shaking with some like you're driving, driving exactly yeah 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 because well so so i forget, I forget like that, that theater but really, yeah sound really fun though yeah, it just sounds like a nightmare to keep up, though, like, mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like, Sparkins, what's working for them is the Cine One, because that shit looks like a huge theater in L.A., and you get the experience of you being, like, in a Hollywood theater. But that's the round sound plus the giant-ass screen, like... Yeah. I mean, it's like a ride. Like, I don't know if you guys have been in Universal Studios. Yeah. And, uh, they used... I don't know if they still have it, but uh, they used to have a Shrek 4D. Oh, I remember that. And you I, literally sit in a theater and, like... You it, like you move it's along, yeah. The movie, it's like a short. It's, it's it's a short, but it's in it's a 3D short, but everything is moving along move, with it. Move and if like there's water spray in the movie, like yeah, like yeah. Donkey, yeah, donkey you. sneezes, you well, get like water. Just like, like in on Disneyland you. with Captain Neo, yeah, and, and uh, oh, honey, man. honey, we shrunk the audience and all that. Yeah, yeah. or even uh, like the California Adventure one. Where, uh, like, oh, it's a bug soaring, 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 soaring over California. Well, now it's soaring over the world because it got all the world ones. So trash. Yeah, but Disney World is fire though. We should make a Disney World trip. Bro, that's cash. That Super is... cash. We Super make it a Disney cash. World trip. I mean, you go... All right, cool. We'll make it happen. Run that. Or we can make it <laughs> let, let me know. With that being said, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Please. We're, we're, gonna we're have, trying to go to Disney we're gonna World, We're going to have one tier. One tier. Hey, that would actually be pretty cool. If you went... That would be kind of cool. <laughs> hey, if we did, we'd do content too. I'll bring you back a sure. keychain. For sure. We'll shout you out every podcast. We will shout you out. And get you a keychain. We'll shout you out. Actually, you know what? Okay, so check this out. What if <laughs> they sub they submit to um the our Patreon mm -hmm. to get us to Disney World, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we throw a show mm -hmm. and we have like some raffle off grand prize or whatever that all three of us will put in to have that person come with us to Disney World. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. And then just all content over. Yeah, I'm down. We gonna make it happen. I, yeah, one of these days. All right, but back to Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> this is all this tangent. Off, off track. Okay, but yes, Sonic was great. That's my take on it. It was wonderful. It made me uh, feel okay, like out a of kid ten again. Out of ten. Out then of we're 10? Going to yeah, and then we're going to detail. Okay, well, I want to preface this by saying, um, out of just like movies that get rated, it's like a six. Per usual, yeah. You know, if it's out of kids movies being rated, it's like. An eight. Okay, yeah, I see that. I'll say it's 8. Like, 5, eight for like a kids eight, movie, eight. like 8.5. Yeah. As far as video game movies are concerned, 10. It is an absolute 10. It had every every type of Easter egg or mention mm. of the game 
didn't feel forced at all. They were able to give reason for things that were in the game, like yeah. the rings, and really define like what's going on. They they did a couple things in the movie that made me feel like that they cared about the bigger picture of the world that they were working in, yeah, and how they were weaving everything together. And Robotnik's growth, yeah, Robotnik fire. was cool. I she think was fire. I think Jim Carrey really made the movie. One hundred percent, more than anyone else. Absolutely, obviously, everybody went to go see it for Sonic. I Without partially, Jim Carrey, though, I don't think I would have went to go see it if it was not Jim Carrey. What's crazy to me is that I think I mentioned this before, but Chris Pratt was the original. Like instead of James Marsden, it was going to be Chris Pratt. That would have made the movie a lot better too. Oh it would have been God, made yeah. it way better. I kind of don't mm-hmm. like James Marsden. James Marsden. James Marsden. He's just, just corny, plays, bro. He just plays a dummy, like that dummy white guy with good looks. Remember that's that? Like what he gets um, casted as, and that's horrible. I think it was called Enchanted. It was a Disney movie. Yeah, where like it's a cartoon at first, and then the girl oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. comes into the real world, and then he comes in. Yeah, he's just a super corny. Like, yeah, it's crazy because that's why he was the perfect Cyclops. Because Cyclops is oh low-key corny. God, just I like in he was X-Men. Cyclops. Just in X-Men in general, in the lore of X-Men, Cyclops mm-hmm. is corny. Yeah. You want to talk about range? Yeah, like, but so to have James Barton play Cyclops, I thought was wonderful casting. And I hope just yeah. because of like, you know, you can still do it now. I feel yeah. like you can still cast him as Cyclops yeah. and it would be great. And it would yeah, now be, with the MCU. You never that's know. what I'm saying, man. They got it all now. They got it all. They could bring Halle Berry back for yeah. Storm. Yes. But <laughs> I think I think one of the other things too is um the formula. A lot of a lot of companies are getting the formula down. And Marvel kind of introduced it, and DC kind of has it also. They're where, getting there a little bit. Where yeah. they cast a familiar face as the villain. Yeah. Somebody who's super popular as the villain. And that, to us, it's like, I think one of the things that make um, superhero movies before not so good is that... You would have just this random... You would have just, yeah, exactly. A super random villain, poor acting skills, a kind of nobody, and then you'd have the hero... All because they're just similar looking. Kind of like the... Let me give you an um, example of a a villain that you think was good. That's a kind of familiar familiar face. Jamie Foxx is Electra. Ooh, that was a mistake. Yeah. That was a big mistake. See, sometimes Sony I think you can hasn't go too done it far right. Now. I agree. I agree. Sony, because... I mean, who did they get for the right on that? Well, one? they got think a track record it. for Remember that. Remember that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They got a track record for that. Sony, all of Sony's picks of villains have all been trash up besides... Um, I, I think Green Goblin was William the Defoe. best. That's it. Well, the thing... No, because Sony kind of messed that up too. Like, oh, they casted William Defoe. As a perfect Norman Osborn, but they just like sucked <laughs> at like making him in, uh, like, into yeah into real life. Like because Willem Dafoe is a really good. <laughs> Yo, Mike, where'd that come from? That's Willem Dafoe <laughs> right there, bro. I love Willem Dafoe in that role. It's wonderful, bro. You know he's what's weird? Have you seen? Like have you seen? Have you seen? What he says, like I'm, I'm sort of, somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> something like that, bro. I was dying. Like his. Well, have you seen Mr. Bean's Holiday? Have you seen that Mr. Bean movie? Willem Dafoe is in it. Oh, really? He's in it. And it's the most weird casting ever, bro. Me too. Me too. Anything that... I hope that I get to meet him. Anything that he does, I'm pretty much interested he in. He has been, so much range. He should have been... Um, Joker? Jim's Martyrs. Oh, that, that too. He should have been Joker. That's what he needs to be. Yeah. That shit would be yeah. hard. No, he would, be an old jerk. Uh, you guys should Joker? watch the movie The Lighthouse. Willem Dafoe was in that. That's mm-hmm. pretty much like a step away from Joker. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that? Yes, yeah, like that. I didn't know it was like yes, that. Yes, it's God like speed, that. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Okay, all right. <laughs> God finish, <speed>. finish it. <laughs> she started finishing the prayer. That was probably the most like, whoa, yo. like, yo, we're still we in PG-13. We, we heard the old yo. ladies? Yes, yes. He no, blew her up, bro. Bro, because those those <laughs> scenes give you an emotional attachment because you wouldn't want that to happen to your mom, to your aunt, your grandma. So you get those emotional attachments. That was like, incredible. So overkill, too. Yeah. I was like, yo, bro, you ain't got he, launched, he launched your grenade he at grandma's know. house. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yeah, he was a great villain. It was just his look. They didn't have the CGI at that time. No. Can you imagine no. if they did the mocap <clears throat> with William <throat> Defoe to look like the Green Goblin, yeah. but it was kind of like the CGI, like how they like did Thanos? Goblin. Yeah. Bro, that would have been Peter beyond epic. Don't tell Harry. Just uh, Yeah, it was great. And then and then Alfred Molina, not a lot of people knew Alfred Molina, but yeah. he played a good 
uh, Doc Ock, or at least like people knew about him if they were like really into a certain type of movie. I feel like he played like a lot of. He drama already had his fan like, base, but not for like a mainstream audience. Like, yeah, that. it wasn't like a superhero fan base. He was more of like an Edward Norton or yes. like you know those type of actors where you, you, oh, like you take like a Wes Anderson film or something like that, you know. Yeah. And um, so seeing him, I think you have to take like those actor actors. Those ones that'll take it there, like Walking Phoenix mm-hmm. as the Joker, you know, like those ones, mm-hmm. and you cast them as villains, and you get a really, really good villain performance out of it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter who you cast as the hero, because the villains, and and it doesn't matter because it saves you money because you don't have to pay for the villain. Well, because you're not pay, you're not paying for the popularity of this person. You're not paying exactly. for who they're going to draw to this movie. You're paying for them as mm-hmm. the actor and what they're able to yeah. bring. Yeah, And you can kill them off if you don't want to pay them again. <laughs> and everybody will be like upset where it's like, oh man, I wish that this character would be into the other movies. However, they're going to appreciate the performance that they did get. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, okay, cool. You know, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't have to do a Joker too. He's going to, but he doesn't have to. You <laughs> know what I mean? So Joker. Joker was like in yeah. three seconds to the Harley Quinn movie. Bro, that, <laughs> if that, that birds of prey, yeah, but oh, oh, another example, you and McGregor. Tra- oh wait, what? Oh, okay, McGregor. oh, real quick, yeah, so, as Black Mask. Oh wait, 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 oh, yeah, he yeah. was fired. We technically, as Black didn't, we technically didn't finish Sonic. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. we technically didn't finish Sonic. Oh, before we jump back in, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay, we'll okay, so we'll segue from the villains, but Jim Carrey, they a one, yeah, a one, and that I feel, and like I don't want to, so I don't much. like calling Robotnik a villain because he's technically an antagonist. Because I mean, technically, well, he's turning into a villain. He just got sent to a mushroom kingdom where he, he's, he's where, yo, get that transformation went, though of yes. him just brilliant, yeah, brilliant narrative writing. You saw the end credit scene, right? Oh yeah, I left because I I was like, there's not gonna be no end credit scene. Yes, well, there was two. I was going. There was two. There was two. Yeah. <laughs> the second one, I so, saw tells. That's it. Yeah, the second one is like they basically retold the story in eight bit, like as oh, a game okay. or in sixteen bit cool. as the game. So yeah. you know, it was like Sonic playing out you know mm-hmm. and you just like went along for the ride That's cool. yeah shout so out, shout out baby Sonic i was gonna get up and too. leave and yeah, then the, the people behind us were like yo no stay like Everybody's there's, there's something at the end oh they had already seen it and then bro, as, bro they... what saved the movie for me well, not so much because it was a bad movie but just like because i was tired and i was just like okay i could have just waited till like later in the week to watch this like i left hype because i saw tales and they made him look perfect that's yeah. that's what i'm talking about bro you can tell that there was love because even just in the end credit scene, let me just break it down. So if they didn't care about the franchise or yep. anything like that, what they would have shown in that end credit scene, it would have been a very small shot of tails, right? Mm-hmm. But it would have been straight on or it would have been like over the shoulder where we would have known and been like, oh, that's cool. And then it would have shut down. Yeah. yeah. It was but, it was probably something they did like after the movie was done and they were like, let's kind of test. Bro, but check it out. So not only like the whole scene was beautiful. Like, yeah, the way they, they executed brought, it. Yes. There's so many tells that they did. So not only did they have tails come out of a dimension, mm-hmm. right? Then you pan up the the shoes, everything. Oh, perfect. he he looks spot, spot on. Spot on. Spot on. And they use the perfect. they use tails like voice actor now. They use that voice actor. So then you pan up. That's then, why. It then you see spot the de- then you see the device. Yes. So now it gives you a hint of where is he at mentally? Like, is this device very complicated? Is it kind of primitive? Is it like an in between? Yes. So that we can kind of know yeah. how good he is and where he's assuming. Go. Like him and Sonic are at their beginning stages of what they're going to become. Exactly. Yeah. I saw some yeah. tape on the side. I was like, yeah. okay, I think, he's a genius. Yeah. He just kind of threw this together. Which, but that's dope. Yeah. Then they could have stopped there, but they didn't. Oh no! They show him flying away, no, and they yeah. bro, bro. But here, let Super me just fast. let me just break down the degrees. Like, like you guys, the degrees. All right. So. They show the tails split and circulate, which is an animation that we've seen of him in the games multiple times. Mm -hmm. So that's the love. If they only cared so much, they would have had him fly up and then fly across the sky. You know, we would have seen him like fly with the actual tail. But no, they didn't do that because they love us too much. Mm -hmm. They had him run like how he used to run like the hover <laughs> in the game and yeah. then they showed it to you but not only did they just show it to you they made the speed a little bit slower than sonic's you can tell that he yeah. wasn't moving as fast but he was moving and it just complemented what 
Tails means to Sonic yeah. and the game. Yeah. You know, and it was absolutely yeah. gorgeous. The trail he left, yeah. the gold color that's there, it was perfect. It's like you're watching the video game, bro. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. I was like, oh, you guys love us. Yeah. And that yeah. was an extra scene. The sequel definitely has The sequel's going to be stupid. Oh, I like, it's going to be fucking like, ridiculous. This, like, this movie, ever. like, I said it was like, eh, because like, I don't know, probably because it was a kid's movie, but I felt the same way about Detective Pikachu also, yeah. you know? It feels like, it feels exactly like that. It's like, okay, it's a subpar movie. Yeah. What's the next one going to be? I think it'll be That's how I felt thing. too, but... Budget I, will go up. Yes. Story will expand. And it's and it's, and people already like Sonic, you know. And I didn't yeah. hear a lot of people that hated this movie. No, me either. So, I didn't hear any so bad reviews. I think the, the yeah. sequel can pick up. It, the sequel's like, right gonna be where great. Off. And the the person, like how you're saying, the person who voices Tails in the games is the person who voiced Tails yeah. in the movie. Mm-hmm. And they can bring all those people back. The music, hearing Green Hill Zone on piano. Yeah. Yeah. Do 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 Oh my gosh, beautiful, and. Even the beginning with the Echidna clan, like, taking out, bro. Oh, yo. Bro. And, like, people don't understand. Y'all look like knuckles. People don't understand because even then they had the brown echidnas with the white tribal stripes. Yes. So if you played Sonic Adventure, you know that there was a character, a female princess that was an echidna that was cream and had the white stripe. She's connected to this entity called Chaos, Mm -hmm. which is part of, like, the whole Chaos Emeralds Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And the Master Emerald, they're bringing all of that in. I need three movies. It starts off as the kids' movie, bro. And then it elevates and it matures. Yes. So the kids that are watching this now, five years from now, when they make, what, potentially the second second or third movie. Sonic's going to be a little bit older, a little bit more mature. So these kids that are watching the movie now are aging with this movie. So the the level of intelligence is going to grow with that movie. At least that would be my assumption. No, that's you're right. Because movies have to be careful when they're creating franchises. They have to put it at a certain point because they know people are growing with this. You know what I'm saying? And with Sonic, like the next villain is going to be Metal Sonic. Hands down. Because, yeah, because Robotnik's going to build him. And he still has the the, the, strand. the strand. And the strand yeah. is what's going to power Metal Sonic. So we're going to see that. We're going to see Knuckles. We're going to see Tails. And it's going to be great. And then they're going to get into the Chaos Emeralds. And we might see Supersonic, Supersonic. At, at like the third, yeah. know, right? At the, um, on the third movie or whatever, you know, as they build it out. Yeah. And I think that they're going to leave Earth. I think that they're going to go into more dimensions and it's going to be... Yeah. I think they're going to kind of leave like James. Like, he's not yeah, really going to be say, like that. Well, because right now it's kind of like... That's the only thing I didn't like about this movie is kind of... But also I had to realize it's not for me. It's not for my age group. Like, it's a kid's movie. But also it's building something greater. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's going in a good direction. Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed Excited it. I had so that. much fun in the theater. Um cool. Highly recommend it. And if they're going where I think that they're going, oh, like, it's, it's well bro, off. we're going to get the ice cap. Like, in the trailer, for sure we're going to get Sonic snowboarding down an ice mountain. Mm-hmm. And people are going to know that's ice cap zone. Like, oh my gosh. Seeing that is going to just There's just insane. all these different worlds you can recreate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many worlds that you can recreate. And I loved how, how the actual world that he was from looked like the level. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to like make it real because it's not real. So they were like, yeah, we could just throw loops in there. Like there's just loops on this island. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I fucked with it. I used them. to go to school. Yeah. But there's no school where I was at. I give it a 10 yeah. for video games. Like just weaving everything in. Yeah. It, it was the best video game movie it, it I've seen. It didn't seem forced. It didn't seem forced at all. It didn't seem like, oh, you set this up to say this or to do that. Like, yeah. nah, it was, it was solid. What if it was the same story with the last redesign? Before nope. the redesign. Nope. Oh, this shit would have... Nope. Imagine how stupid Tails would have looked. <laughs> it would have been sad because for the people that uh, did I mean, see the movie, it, even without the redesign, for the people that would have went, they would have... If the movie stayed the same and the animation is the only thing that changed, they would have known the good things that are a part of the, the movie, you know? Yeah. So they would have just been sad. Like, it had so much potential, yeah. but they just messed it up. Like, like, oh, it's a really good movie, but it looks stupid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that that didn't happen. Shout out. So so before we got back into Sonic, you said that Birds of Prey. Oh, the villains. So yeah, yeah, having, yeah, man. Having, having I am a pissed. good actor as a villain. I am pissed. Because Black Mask is probably one of my... Now, I don't want to say favorite, but just like... He's a good Batman He's villain. a great villain. Yeah. And who he is. Like playing the Arkham yes. games, this is such a badass. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They made him... Especially, uh, especially Victor Zaz. So I like that yeah, there's so many Zaz villains cool. in... There's so many villains in Batman. 
and so many ones that are low key that that aren't mainstream that people don't know. So like, you think of Batman, you think of the Penguin, you think of the Joker, you think of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, think, yeah, like the main. Yeah, I think exactly. that's where DC is going to succeed with 100%. their villains. We 100%. need more villains. But yeah. when you bring in these smaller villains, when you bring in smaller mm-hmm. villains like Victor Zaz, mm-hmm. like you you have a certain level of expectancy, especially if you're bringing in like okay, so you have like Victor Zaz's backstory, like he has all these scars on his body. Every scar is a kill. This is mm-hmm. what this dude's about. Mm-hmm. And then you make him kind of like. I'm just pissed because he made Victor Zaz and Black Mask look like they were. Well, yeah, they are. Like, well, yeah, I, they, yeah. I his his character is kind of like the homoerotic, like you know, very flamboyant, flamboyant, very yeah. very flamboyant type of character. I kind of like that about them. Like, Me too. It, Me too. It, it, I don't like that. Well, just because you don't see that often in yeah. villains, so it's like, oh, like this is still like people still find this intimidating. No matter like how they're acting, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that it adds to um, a kind of unhinged. Like you don't know what yeah. I'm what I'm gonna do because yes. I'm willing yeah. to do this. Yeah, you don't know at where one point, I can go. At one point in the movie, he has sympathy for one of the one of his uh, victims, and then like I think she sneezes or something. In his he's face, like, I and changed he's my like, mind. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Like, yeah, wow. go ahead and cut her face off. That's why I loved it. I think his. I think the voice that he put on was really good. The only thing that I didn't really like is when he actually put on the mask. I was hoping it was that, underwhelming because I like I like the story of Black Mask not just when he puts it on, but when um he there's a few iterations of him where the mask kind of gets molded to it's, his I face. Thought, I thought it was molded because I think in the Arkham series it was. Yeah, it's like something happens and like it gets stuck on there yeah. so now he has to wear it. And he used to, like he's a very clean, pretty type of yeah. character. Yeah. So like he hated that like he had this mask and like if you said anything to him or looked at him as if he wasn't pretty, he would cut your face off. And that was like awesome to me. I was like, oh man, this dude is just like, it's crazy. So I, I think Ewan McGregor yeah. played a wonderful black mask. I kind of hate that he exploded, but I think they could have used the him way still. the way they did it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, just like that, all right." Yeah, wow. yeah, they made sure. They oh, made I feel sure. like there's more potential for Black Mask. I feel even like they his, just made him look even like his scream when it happened. Like, I was <laughs> oh, just God. dying in the movie theater, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it was a rated R movie, though. It being a rated R movie made it so much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, well, honestly, like, other than Harley Quinn, I mean, she plays a good Harley Quinn, but the rest of the movie was kind of trash. I didn't like the the girl, uh, Rosie Perez. I hated Rosie Perez's character. Oh, my gosh. Rosie Perez can still get it, though. No, no, nah, nah, I don't even cannot. think so, man. I think I think this did it for me, bro. Like, I used to think so, but after I saw this, I Rosie was like, you know, what's, fresh. you know what's crazy? The whole like, time I was watching this movie, I was like, that's Rosie Perez from Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. That's the whole time. That's what I was thinking. Even my friend, when mm. she was like, hey, that's that's the girl. That's the chick from Pineapple Express, right? Pineapple Express. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I didn't think like if they pick somebody Canary. else I didn't other like than Huntress. Pineapple Express, I mean Pineapple, Pineapple Express lady, then yeah, yeah I think it would have Cassandra Kane. I just think it was all just like a like a miscast. Like I, it sucks that they couldn't decide what they wanted to do, so they did both, and I think that's what messed it up. Do you know just who been I a Harley am? Quinn movie? Yeah, you know? even the promotion was confusing. Like at one point it was Birds of Prey, and then they put Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, and then at another point it was Birds of Prey, Emanci- it, or the Marvelous Emancipation. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, what, what is this? You know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Is it Harley Quinn movie or is it Birds? Of Prey? Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember it was just supposed to be Birds of Prey at first, but then, then also it- it's just confusing because Suicide Squad is gonna have Harley Quinn in it. Yeah. So like, and I saw. They they released some screenshots of it, and she's like a totally different yeah. look. She's you supposed know? to have a no. She's supposed to have um, a pretty solid role in it, like 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 the other one, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So I'm excited for where that's gonna go because DC, like, it sucks that they can get away with this, but like they're realizing that they can come up with whatever stupid movies they want, and it's all just a multiverse, and they can just chalk it up <laughs> to that. Yeah. They can just yeah. say, yeah, that's that version, or. Yeah, yeah, this is where I, this one lies. The screenshot where, I saw, just, it had like oh. Ratcatcher, King Shark, yeah, and Polka Dot Man. Mm-hmm. I saw King Shark. I saw Bro, King it's Shark. gonna be insane. Like what what James Gunn is doing with the Suicide Squad, yeah. it's gonna be probably the one of the weirdest. If we thought Guardians was weird, like this oh is no, gonna this be one gonna of be... the weirdest yeah. movies we've ever seen. Yeah. That deals up until with Doctor Strange too, but well. That's gonna be a different type of weird. That's gonna be like astonishing with like all the shit. You have to watch rooms. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna bring back. <laughs> have to um, Jared yeah, Leto. I think they're gonna bring back Jared Leto's Joker. I agree. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I agree. Yeah. Because so, Joaquin Phoenix is not gonna play ball. Oh no, no. 
No. So they're going to be like, all right, we're going to just bring him in. And they're going to have to be better. Or they'll do William Defoe, which they should. No, I think they'll do Jared Leto only because, like, it it still kind of connects, you know, even with. Make him the mastermind. I mean, technically, there is a Joker that has other Jokers working for him. Not just that, but, like, just make him the ultimate behind the scenes. They can do whatever they want, but I I have a feeling it'll be Jared Leto. Just because it's already a familiar face and. I think it'll be better the second time around. And Depending on how well Morbius does. Oh, yeah. I would say that because if Morbius does well, Marvel's going to, you know. That bag is going to be lock him in. Yeah, solidified. It's going to lock yeah. him in. It's going to lock him in. But you think Morbius can be a bigger role than Joker? I mean, obviously, because no. he's in. No, I don't, I don't believe that. That's, that's why I don't I, believe that's that. That's why I say that. Like, would I, you rather be Morbius, probably get paid, or be like an iconic Joker and. Eventually, probably secure your bag as a Joker again. Well, I think it just depends on where the where the story's going. You mm-hmm. know, like, I don't know how involved Morbius will be in the MCU, <laughs> but he could be a big player when it comes to Spider-Man because we didn't know Vulture was going to be a big player. <laughs> yeah, you we know? didn't. So it's like, depending on the narrative, we just know where Joker goes. Like, Joker finishes because DC hasn't, they don't have, like, the the narrative wherewithal to understand how to elevate their characters past a point of our understanding of them. So they can't do that successfully where it'll make us see these characters and like, whoa, like this is crazy. That's why Lex Luthor's trash because Lex Luthor, the version of Lex Luthor that you can do would be incredible. You know, like in the suit, crazy, smart, half brainiac, like insane you know, watchtower up in the sky. They're frequently boom tubing, going to space, all this stuff. It's, it's hard for DC to create a, a believable story around that. Yeah. You know, that's why they fail. And then they try and ground their characters, and then they fail at that too because their characters aren't grounded. Yeah. You know, the only grounded character is Batman, and he's even a little ridiculous. You know, yeah. it's like hard to really get that trying to take it serious and same thing with joker you know there are iterations of joker where he's like all supreme all powerful and it's Mm -hmm. like are you willing to can you do that like can you narratively tell that and if you can't they're not going to which i don't think what do you guys think about the the batman look for robert pattinson i think it looks pretty cool man yeah i a lot of people don't like it i think people are kind of salty with like what happened with ben affleck that they're like not even excited about batman that much yeah but looking at that, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm I'm a Robert Pattinson fan just mm-hmm. by itself. So when I found out he was going to be Batman, I was like, this will be interesting. I think it's just too much too soon for everybody. Especially when you still yeah. have people that are that's still stuck I'm... on the Dark Knight series. You know what I mean? Like, That's true. Some people would still want Christian Bale to be yeah, that. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that that is... Um... He wouldn't, though, without Christopher Nolan. So. Hell no. Yeah. And Nolan doesn't yeah. want to play you can't. You can't recreate... No. Christian Bale's it's... on Marvel now. Especially it's... where... Where with where they're trying, he'll be a dope Adam Warlock. No, he's he's getting um I think Dro- no not Drew um he's getting he's gonna be in Thor and he's oh, playing a villain. Thor four okay. that makes yeah sense. he's gonna be in Thor four. He's he playing looks a like the type. Oh my god, I can't wait for that. Thing. It's gonna be amazing, bro. I didn't so, like the last Thor that much, but this one's gonna be Christian. The reason I didn't like Dark it? World is because it gave it the Guardians of Gal- Galaxy effect. You mean Ragnarok? Uh, Ragnarok? Ragnarok, sorry. Yeah. That's that's one of the Well, reasons. that's because they finally figured out what they want to do with space yeah. movies. They want to make it 80s. Ooh. They want to make them all. Yeah. yeah. That's what they want to do. And flashy and neon. <laughs> yeah. And face that's how they want to do that. Listen to Take On Me while doing this. And cheesy yeah. comedy. <laughs> yeah, because you can't do space. Space is too scary in today's age. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you it, can't no, do, it really is. You know, that's, that's I feel a fact. like that's almost every space movie is a horror movie. It's scary, bro. Like, yeah. All the only space movies that were great were during the eighties, you know, and Space Jam. Yeah, <laughs> even though it had nothing to do with space it's dimensions, but you know, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, for real though, you know. So like, even and I think our view of the future was we had this skewed view of like us being able to go into space and what it would look like and all this other yeah, stuff that no, stopped at the eighties because once we realized that oh shit we're probably oh, shit, not gonna nah. do that we'll die if we go <laughs> we'll <right>. die. <laughs> And it's not going to be, I can't just teleport my matter somewhere and it reform in the right ways. Yeah, <laughs> you mean to tell me I can only know there's water on Mars and not go there? Pretty much, yeah. You know, it's like there's no way to make, they haven't figured out how to make space cool in our 
day and age. Up yeah. until but Guardians, up cool. until... Well, even with Guardians and all, it's all 80s themed because that's what we care about. You know, it's like thinking about the Jetsons and the way that that was. Or thinking about yeah. Star Trek, especially, and the way that they yeah. would travel with yeah. Star Trek. I don't know like, if you noticed, but like Wonder Woman kind of went like the 80s. Yeah. Route. I mean, oh, it's, it's called what, 1984, It's based right? in the 80s, though, but like... I'm they didn't have to do a Wonder Woman '84. No. Hell they no, didn't. they didn't. Not at all. That's that's what I'm saying. They're Not like, let's go to the '80s type mm-hmm. thing, and it's like, oh, I honestly, I believe that Wonder Woman '84 is gonna flop. Yes, I think it's gonna flop. I, I don't think it's gonna be. You know what's crazy? There yeah. might be some cool things narratively to the DCU yeah. for us yeah. to like figure out, but I think overall as a movie, it's not gonna. I feel like visually it's gonna be amazing, but I, I, I agree. feel like right now a lot of people are talking about Wonder Woman and like not really talking about. Um, Black Widow and everybody's like, oh, I don't think Black Widow is gonna do. It might surprise it came everybody. Black Widow's yeah. gonna. It be might surprise flight, everybody. Bro. It's gonna be flight. Taskmaster, like it. They their mistake was they were kind of like they weren't sure on whether they wanted to really promote Taskmaster. Yeah, and I have a feeling that they messed up and they didn't give him the type of like mm-hmm. uh, uh, screen time he that they like needed a, to. He kind of seems like a B character, up. but exactly. his, the actor is really good. I forget the actor's name, but I love him. Not only that, the character itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, well, that's that's not the guy playing oh. Taskmaster. That oh, is, no, no. I know who you're talking about. That. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, playing Red Guardian, um, the dude from Stranger Things. But yeah. with Taskmaster, he's such like a fan favorite like villain. Like whenever you think of like in real life Marvel, that's a villain that you would think about, that he would exist. So I think Marvel may have underestimated how much the fans really would have liked Taskmaster. Not realizing to, that the comic book fans role. are going to take over more than the movie fans for this exactly. movie. Exactly. Yeah. So the comic book fans are like, yo, I think we're going to be a little disappointed with how much we see of Taskmaster. And that's just going to it's going to be half and half. Sad. It's yeah. going to be that 50 comic book, 50 because just movie fans. he's done some wild shit. You know, just infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. and like, just the way he's gone toe to toe with Cap and like yeah. other people, like it's like, yo, this is a he's a formidable villain. You know, yeah. he can really mess some stuff up, and he's a person. You know what I mean? He's just I, a regular ass person, regular ass dude. You know, well, he has like mute. He's technically kind of like an, a mutant or some sort of super soldier serum or something like that. Yeah. But he's pre- pretty much regular. It's not yeah. no Thanos or anything like that. So that's my only worry. And, and then he has I like think, the current serum, right? Of yes. Captain, what, yeah. Captain I think that's what this movie is going to deal with. And I think that's how it's going to come back to Civil War is that facility where the other uh, super soldiers were. Mm-hmm. That serum that's being given mm-hmm. out, I think, okay. is the serum that they're going to be going after. Um, because I think Natasha has a, some of that also, yeah. you know, in order for her yeah, to be she the has type a of spy version, that she is. She has a version of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're going to go in that backstory. Cool. I hope we get to see Cap have a conversation with her. I hope we get to see. Oh, we're gonna see. We're, more than likely, we're gonna see. Iron, yeah, we're gonna see Iron Man for sure. Like it can't like not be. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of uh, familiar faces. I'm just and curious faces as to what this end credit scene is gonna be for that movie because it could be anything. The credit scene. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the credit scene is gonna lead have into. One. I think it's gonna lead into um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. If it that's fire. So, so that's so fire now though that we're gonna be able to get end credit scenes that apply to these shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, well, I'm probably just overthinking it, but that's just going to be fire. That's a great, like, promotion because, oh, hell to yeah. get people on Disney Plus, too. Yeah, so. because Falcon and Winter Soldier come out in August, and this comes out in May. So if you have that that extra credit scene that leads either into the villain, where Zemo kind of comes into the picture, yeah. and it goes into, like, Zemo. you know, nowadays, or it goes in, or we see Nat interact with Falcon or Winter Soldier, bro, that's going to be like, we're ready for the show after that. Yeah. Yeah. They're about to kill it, bro. Like these shows. Right are, now, it's legit Marvel versus DC, and man. they're duking it out. Oh, they like, are. They Marvel's, got She Hulk. They got Miss Marvel on deck. Like all of those shows are are basically done. Hawkeye. Yeah. Like they're really gonna tell some wild stories, and that's my only worry is Doctor Strange too, man. Mm-hmm. They're, oh, well, they're, they're speeding they, it up. They're speeding it up, and it's scaring me. It's because, because the director dropped out, and they needed to cover ground for whatever fucking time they lost. But not only that, it's like. I feel like that they're treating Doctor Strange 2 as being the next Age of Ultron where it's going to be a movie filled with a bunch of open-ended things and it'll make the movie bad, but but it'll make the narrative leading into everything else great. And I just hate that Doctor Strange 2 is a sacrifice. I think lately Marvel has been on like, like they've been doing everything right and getting everything done on time. 
and like they project like later dates and then Disney's like, you know what? No, no, let's let's release it two months early. Mm-hmm. So it, it can stifle even the promotion, you know? Yeah. And how people are like, oh, like I, I didn't know this was going to come out already. Like that's kind of, that's not usual of how Marvel usually does things. So um, who knows? Maybe it can affect it in a good way or in a bad way. Because I know a lot of people were complaining about Disney Plus with uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. So they pushed it two months up just because people were already like, well, it's going to take long. So Yeah, well, they didn't they're know just about Baby Yoda. Keep, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to keep up <laughs> Once and trying Baby to keep Yoda their subscribers, out. you know. Yeah. I think people really thought Disney Plus was going to take over and Disney thought so too, but they didn't know that you need a lot more than just just your, a Disney your old movie. content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you is true. That more. is true. We and we were some of the proponents towards yeah. that too. We were like, oh, Netflix, it's a wrap. It's no. a wrap. But Netflix, nah, they're good. If anything, Netflix Everyone's capitalized good. and made themselves better and have released so much more quality content. Sometimes and they got Nickelodeon. Shows. So yeah. bro, okay. I just want a quick side note. Netflix has a show called Kipo. Okay. It's an animated show. Okay. Yeah, it's called Kipo and the Wonderful Beasts or something like that. Okay. It is awesome. It's on it there is, now? Yes. It is out. Is is It's on there now. I watched the whole season. It is so dope. It's like it has black animation um, with like dope anime elements, kind of like Teen Titans style um, art style. And the beats in the show, fire. Uh, like the score? Not just the score, but they also in they also have music in the show. You know, not like it's not like a musical or anything like that. No, but, no, 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 no. But when they play music in the show, yeah, it's cracking too. That's it's fine. like, yo, this is really, really dope, and the story is incredible. And the first season just came out, and I finished it. I highly recommend you guys watching it because I would love to talk about it on That'd here. It's cool. great. I just finished season four of Better Call Saul. Nice. Oh, I've been like halfway. Shoot, season three of Ozarks is coming out next month. I can't oh, wait. I, I started rewatching Ozark because I, I, I saw will be the talking release about date. All these shows, yes. on Quick Dive, yes. So. And I that that's going on all all content. All we might just have to just do a Netflix. We might just have to do a Quick Dive together just because all yeah, these fucking we shows. Are well, gonna, we're gonna have okay. Netflix episodes. You know, when enough content comes yeah. out at one time, I, like I for believe sure. so. so yeah. yeah, that'd be fire. We're gonna have all that kind of stuff. So definitely stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. So what do you guys uh uh kind of rate Birds of Prey? I'll give it a I give it a 6 as well. like 6. just same 5, as Sonic. Maybe 6.8. Like I was really Close excited for both the of same these movies. As Sonic? I I get I would know like cuz like I expected more. I think that's really? where I messed up. So Dang. Sonic like I don't know. I guess just cuz it was just kind of cheesy. I liked all the little cool Easter eggs. There was eggs some corny jokes. Yeah, probably because James Marsman was par- yes. partially of it. Yes. And like, but fact. there was a lot of good elements of these movies. So it's like, the next ones can be better. Like Birds of Prey, it was okay. They're kind of rebooting back from Suicide Squad. So it was given. So mm-hmm. the fact that it was all right kind of saved it. So it's like, okay, the next Suicide Squad should be good. Because that's James Gunn. Yeah. And he does things well. So even the, even the thing with Sonic, um, they'll probably get rid of James Marsman if they keep teleporting to other worlds and Jim Carrey is still going to be in it. So he was yeah. the thing that saved. He's like yes. genie to Aladdin yes. type thing, Agreed. you know. So kind of stupid if they try to drag James Marsden everywhere with Sonic. Nah, oh, they it would not that. work. They can't. They can't do they that. They would be I'll terrible. Be so I think what they will introduce though, they'll bring a kid who will go on the adventure instead. I don't think anybody wants to see James Marsden go. I think it's called a chili dog. <laughs> I know, and that was awesome because Sonic loves chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, all right, that's that's great. Yeah. So yeah, so like it, they have potential, but as of right now, like they're okay. I probably watch them again. If, yeah. I give Birds of Prey a five. It's a five. I'm not mad book. at that. It's a five. Six. But yeah, like going back to like how you said, like as a kids movie, yeah, t- like oh yeah, like eight or ten. It's like, up there. That's it's all in all. Really Sonic good. was a like way if, better movie than Birds of Prey. Like if you like if you're like babysitting the kid or you're like with your niece, nephew, or your son. Mm. Or if you just ever played Sonic. a Sonic game. That too. You know? If you ever played a Sonic game and it meant something to you, watch oh, that movie. You're just watching your childhood on the big screen, bro. And this shit looks amazing. Yeah. Especially the beginning. Even though Sonic's world was just the beginning and you kind of just get a glimpse of it. But it was fire. They're going to be able to go to, go back to that. And they will go back to that. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't like mess it up where he was stranded in our world and didn't have any rings. Like, he got the rings back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like, all right, cool. Like, 
Because y'all funny. could have wrote yourself into a corner with that. Like, yeah. that would have that sucked. It would have been funny. It was kind of anticlimactic at the time when he, like, they get to the rings. He's like, all right, I got the rings. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, all this shit after that pops well, up. Well, he was kind of sad. He was like, oh, well, I guess I... I guess I'll gotta, see you later. Gotta, gotta go now. And then Donut the, man. And then the Eggman drones came. I like how he, Sonic just sneaks in and just calls him Eggman, and that's where it starts. My yeah, friends were brilliant. like, that's what my I'm friends saying. were like, I don't know why they call him Eggman. Well, I was like, because they he keeps calling the the little drones eggs. Yeah, yeah. It so was, he he like like refers everything to what it relates to you, like Donut Lord, like or, an animal, or Pretzel Lady, Donut Lord, <laughs> yeah, like an animal would. Pretzel Lady was fire. Yes, Pretzel she Lady was, was, fire. was so fire. Oh my god, please mm. more of her. Pretzels. It was great. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, and just the whole Eggman. And even when he busted up his ship, the way he busted it up and before he got transferred to the other dimension, Robotnik, the way it looked at the split second was like his little egg hovercraft because the wings were gone now. So I love that tidbit where it's like, okay, he's going to build that because that's what he was in for probably some years before we got to see him walking and doing his little robotic The only walk. thing I didn't like was like the whole like government thing like you don't have <laughs> that to That was a bluff. Don't call him. You no, know, you're right. Oh, I can't stand him or like the end like just a little appreciation that from your government. That was so cheesy. It was but, super cheesy. Yeah. They shouldn't have put in the government and for some reason the government is involved in Sonic's lore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you look at games and stuff like that there's always some sort of military presence that's around and I just yeah. feel like that they could have said no to this movie because like it would have it, it would it just changes the movie once the I thought it was fire too that it um like in Sonic games, like Sonic just roams around and communicates with people. Yeah. So for them to be like not hiding Sonic and it's not just James Marsden to know who he is, like the whole town kind of just embracing Sonic and that's our little blue devil and the blue you know. devil. <laughs> that guy was comedy. That movie was cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both movies. Is there anything upcoming like that we're hyped for, or is it just like yeah? I feel like these are, um, I feel like next month there's um I wanted to talk about a trailer that I saw. I mentioned it at the last pod. Um it's a basketball movie that Ben mm. Affleck is the coach of. And, I'm not a Ben um, Affleck fan. Yeah, you know, I'm not either, but I know that when it comes to like certain types of like dramas, he I think takes it really seriously. Them. Yeah. It he, feels like a smaller role and not like it was just too cool. Grandiose. Like I and I tom- I normally don't really like um certain sports movies with like um like certain narrative casting where it's like, all right, bro, like, what are you trying to do here? You trying to have like this, yeah. this guy who, who we all know wouldn't really care about these kids do this, you yeah. know, that I'm looking at. But I didn't get that feeling, and maybe it might have been because I saw the trailer after Kobe passed, and it just made me like want to see a basketball movie. I was just like, man, like I just I gotta see that heart and that like those tears and that yeah. like you know the the speech and everything mm. and it looks like it's actually going to be a good movie and Ben Affleck is like a tall dude and i realized yeah he could have played basketball in college and like did. and mm-hmm. not you know not be pro it's not like he got all the finesse but yeah. he seems like that he's a guy that could be a coach and i don't know i dig it so if you haven't seen the trailer i think the movie's called Damn it. I think it's like way back or something like that. Or it's it's something about some sort of reminiscent. But you could type in Ben Affleck basketball movie. I'm sure it'll pop up. For but sure. that comes out in March. Yeah, and there's a lot of Mulan good also comes out Mulan, in March. Mulan, yeah. I saw up a really dope bar. Hmm? What? Like, like, I just, like a said, rap bar? Yeah. Go ahead, spit. So you always been ducking me, you Ben Affleck. <laughs> Affleck. Oh, that's actually, that hits. That's, that, that was good. That was good, sincere. And I'm a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> and I helped. Excuse me. That is your um, well, it's recorded, so you said it. The boy just came out. That's like a double entendre. Right? We gonna go watch yeah, the Impractical Jokers movies, boys. Yeah, that was good. We gonna go watch the Impractical Jokers movie? No. It's gonna be oh, so stupid. No. I would watch that. I'm low-key down because I love Impractical Jokers. I, I just, love that show. It's it's kind of dumb now to what it became, but I love those guys. They're fucking hilarious. New York is New York is That's fine Do you guys Dude I was still on that Super Bowl commercial though Smart Pack Smart Pack Smart Pack It was a good commercial Not a sponsor Alright <laughs> Do we have anything else To discuss guys Um, Go watch Outbound Calls That video is fire itself Yeah go, Yes Thank you Thank you Go uh, watch a movie 
Yeah, just check out Triangle. Do that. <laughs> Any movie, just go. Watch um, it. Why don't we just do? Why don't we just plan a meetup soon, guys? Let's just, let's have a movie meetup. Yeah, yeah. We'll plan a movie. We'll meet discuss up. Meet, uh, details in the next one. Probably for like, um, uh, probably uh, Black Widow. That'd be cool. Okay, I'm super down for that. I like yeah. that. I like that. Follow okay. us on Instagram. Um, subscribe to our Patreon, please. Support us. Please. Trying to go to Disney. Please. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to go to Disney. Disney World. World. That is true. I used to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you so much uh, to all of the listeners out there um, who who be rocking with SoundFlick and hitting us up on Instagram. We love you guys. You guys make all this worth it. And, um, you know, we're going to be having some additional content coming out soon, um, both quick visually dives. and... We got uh, the quick dives that are going to be coming out with Skywalker Mike. So yeah. definitely peep that out. And uh, we will see you guys after after the theaters, you know, when we yeah. get out. More tune for your head top. So watch you speak coming in, you know? <laughs> what he said. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye, guys. Peace.